Hello and welcome to Death of a Thousand Cuts, Couch to 80k Writing Bootcamp, Week 6, Day 3. This week we're looking at similes, metaphors and ways of bending language to say what we don't mean and thus say more than we said. Clichéd metaphors and similes are dead. They are steadfast but overworked little pack mules who eventually collapsed under the relentless toil of carrying every hack's slapdash narrative. We petted them too hard and now they don't move no more. But for every dead metaphor mule, there are hundreds of maggots munching away on its putrescent insides, turning that rotten meat into new life. Hooray! Just because you can't say that something hurt like hell without stinking up the place with mule carcass doesn't mean you can't stop. Look at the intent behind that cliché to say that something hurt very much, then create a new metaphor that fits the setting, tone and voice of your scene. The wound in his stomach hurt like hot irons. Her jaw felt like a rotten oak rending in a gale. My heart hurt like a smashed in window. Or whatever. You can do better than me. I know you can because you got this far. You've stuck with it. You're tenacious, adventurous. Let's do an exercise, learn and build our skills. So first up, Three minutes, I want you to list as many cliched metaphors and similes as you can. You know what I mean, I've mentioned a few already this week. He was a pig, she was a clown, a childlike innocence. He looked like shit, you can do it. I'll give you three minutes, I'll time you, and then I'll tell you what the next part is. Are you ready? Yeah, we're starting already. I know it's crazy, isn't it? Like, I, I, I know I'd, normally I would have much more of a introduction like this. I'd ease you in, I'd uh, talk around the subject, but no, we're going for it. So are you ready? Go.
And that's time. OK, so hopefully you've got at least a few. Some of these we forget are even metaphors. They're so common. They're just dead, dead language. And the thing about dead language is it's predictable. And when the reader can predict how the sentence is going to end, then subconsciously they withdraw a little bit of their attention because they kind of know they don't have to completely focus on what you're saying. And they only have to do that a few times. And without knowing why, they just sort of disengage and lose interest in the entire book. And they'll never be able to put their finger on what it was that put them off. But partly it will have been cliche. So you must reward. You must respect them as readers and give them something new. This doesn't mean a metaphor for every paragraph. It just means no cliches, better no metaphors metaphor than a dead one and making sure the metaphors you do use are mwah, tasty as shit. I mean that in itself is a bad metaphor and a cliche but you get what I'm shooting for. Okay so you're going to work through as many of these cliched metaphors that you listed as you can coming up with new and better alternatives. Now in doing so you may find you have to get specific in a way that suggests a context and a backdrop to the piece like you almost have to invent a little bit of an implied story to produce a good metaphor. Not always, but often. This is no accident. Good metaphors are often only good in context. They're a custom-made part to fit that particular scene. You couldn't just nick them and drop them into any story. So give yourself freedom to go through a whole range of moods. You can do funny ones, stripped down simple ones, earnest ones, elaborate ones, ironic ones. Try on a few different hats and see which give you a rakish charm and which are fedoras. My apologies to nice fedora wearing listeners. The brand is tainted, but I'm sure your endorsement will help rehabilitate it. OK, so new versions of each of these cliches. Multiple ones for each, if you like. I'll give you seven minutes. Ready? Go.
and you're all done. How did that go? Did you come up with any images you liked? This is something you can get better at with practice, and there's no reason not to put this much effort into every simile and metaphor you use. The only caveat is... Don't let yourself lose momentum while writing a first draft because you can't come up with a killer new minted metaphor. It's absolutely fine, sensible in fact, to just highlight the bit you need to come back to later, leave it blank, or with the note, chill metaphor goes here, then move on. That sort of jury rigging while pushing through a first draft is very healthy behaviour. I've seen early drafts by writers I respect hugely just Swiss cheesed with holes like that for all sorts of things, not just similes and metaphors. That willingness to embrace imperfection and get the rough scaffolding up will save you a lot of heartache and make your work better. Believe you me. And with that, I shall close my sermon book for another day, give you a warm, avuncular smile and bid you return tomorrow, where we'll take the next step towards your goal together.